like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Malta Nebelschutz on the line, and he's the founder and CEO over at Shore Buddies. Malta, welcome to the show. Adam, stoked to be uh, on your show. I'm uh, really looking forward to this. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Shore Buddies. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I kind of had like a really interesting path. So as you probably hear from my accent, um, I'm originally from Germany. I moved to the States, uh, to San Diego, California in 2011. Uh, like total typical entrepreneur story, right? Kind of like sick of working corporate. And uh, an opportunity came along, um, moved with a girl. She got a job here in San Diego, California. And I was like, hey, you know, like as far as I know, life only happens once, so might as well give it a shot. And uh, quit my corporate job and moved over here. And at that point, I wasn't even like really, you know, directly driven to the entrepreneurial uh, path. Um, I was rather more like, okay, I have a good background. You know, I was a head of department, kind of have an IT background and, and all of that, project management experience, certificates, and, and all of that. So for me, naturally, it was uh, I applied, you know, to a couple of jobs here in San Diego and uh, went to a couple of interviews and um, was was really an interesting experience, you know, like from the from the salary I came um, was, was quite okay. And then the the salary that was offered me here um, at the jobs I applied, I was kind of like a little, little confused, you know, what was going on. And um, at one point, I just just asked, and I was like, "Hey, what is going on? You know, like this salary doesn't really reflect my my skills, doesn't really reflect my resume." And they told me like, "Yeah, you don't have any like work experience." And I was like, "That that's strange, you know, like I've been working." In my job for like almost 10 years now, you know, like all of this experience and skills. And they were like, yeah, but you have never worked in the U.S., so we treat you as entry level. And I was like, huh, okay. And I really, you know, had to scale back and kind of like go back to the drawing board. And then this opportunity came along, you know, like I started a lot of networking, you know, went to uh, meetups and all that kind of things. What do you do when you're new to a city and don't know anyone, right? Mm-hmm. So... What happened was I got in contact with uh, San Diego's really heavy in biotech and research and all those big institutes they have here, like UCC, Scripps, uh, Stanford Burnham, all of them. And um, I got in contact with them, and all of them were like, yeah, you know, like my pain point, you know, like typical entrepreneur, you ask like, well, how can I help? And they, like, had a lot of pain points with um, their inventory management. And I've been in IT my entire life, and I always thought, like, you know, I'm kind of too young to migrate from, like, textbooks or, like, you know, notepads into an IT system. For me, it was always, you know, from one system to the next or from one version to the next, but never, like, actually have, like, written like handwritten data um, migrated into an IT system, but that was kind of the infrastructure I found. 
um, there and always kind of had that idea. You know, I want to want to do my own thing, but it really like just came to me. And next thing you know, like I helped uh, develop those um, like researchers, like inventory management solutions out of the cloud for them. And that's really you know what got me the the pathway to entrepreneurship. And then a little later on, Shore Buddies was like another opportunity, you know, like once you once you get that entrepreneurial juice, you know, like it's it's hard to let go and you always keep looking for new ideas and new things and eventually Shore Buddies came around as, as another great opportunity. That's awesome. Um I, I love it. Uh and you know, so there's some people listening now and I love your story because you're like, Man, I, I had to kinda start over, even though you were very experienced, but they they kinda gave you that reset button because they said that you you know, you hadn't had as, as much experience in the United States. So there's some people listening now that maybe they've been told, not necessarily for the exact same reason, but maybe they're changing careers, right? So now their previous work experience isn't considered relevant to what they're doing now by their current by the next employer or even the next business they're entering. What kind of advice would you give to somebody on kind of making it through that getting started over, so to speak, um, um, thing that kind of happens to us all at some point? Right. So there's there's two things. So first of all, um, I wasn't really quite sure where I wanted to go, but mm-hmm. after someone told me, it's like, hey, this is you know you can work in corporate again, but for very um, less salary. I kind of knew that's definitely what I don't want to do. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I feel like the first step is always to identify what you don't want to do and then explore from there, you know, like then go and like really know your strengths or really know what you can get passionate about. And for me at that point, it really was passionate about like, hey, I have this skill set and I can get passionate about like building something for myself. You know, like if someone tells me, hey, your salary is only worth this, it was kind of like more, well, let me show you it's not, <laughs> you know, kind of like that concept. It's like I can... I can make that same money and uh like everything gets gets into my own pocket rather than like getting getting a salary. That's awesome. Um let's switch it up a bit, Malta. Let's get more into what you're doing over at Shore Buddies as founder and CEO. So um first off, let's start with um tell me more about the company, please. So Shore Buddies is um like we started as stuffed animals made from recycled plastic bottles. So it's all ocean animals. Um I read Again, another opportunity came along. One day I really read an article about um, how recycled plastic can turn into jackets and T-shirts and all kind of apparel. And um, when I read that article, I was, hey, this is amazing. This is the coolest thing ever. You know, like there's no no shortage of plastic on this planet. Like actually it's, it's the opposite. We're literally swimming in it. And then they found a way, you know, to use all this like, quote unquote trash to make new stuff out of it. And um when I read that you can make T shirts and, and jackets and all of that, um I started immediately, you know, to to think what else can you can you make from this recycled plastic? And after I read the article and the first thing I really I saw was a stuffed animal and I was, hey, this is this is I perfect, right? Like if you can make a jacket or a T shirt, you certainly can make a stuffed animal. It's the same material. And then we started from there, had this, you know, really innovative concept um, of using recycled plastic to make stuffed animals. And uh, five years later, we are really the, the ocean-friendly brand, you know, like we learned that a stuffed animal is a good vehicle to reach children and teach about 
what is really going on with all this plastic in our ocean and yeah help them to come a little bit more eco-conscious a little bit more ocean-minded and help them really reduce their their plastic footprint growing up oh man that is an awesome story i love it you read it you read an article you went into action and now and you went and did it um that's that's amazing um so i in terms of shore buddies now, what what kind of things are you making now? So is it, is it still um, stuffed animals primarily? I just want to see, get a feel for the larger platform. What else, what else are you doing to teach? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the the main product, um, the, I, I would say like our commercial product, our main product is still the stuffed animals. So we have the five shore buddies. Uh, we have Finn the dolphin, Shelly the sea turtle, um, Sammy the seal, Emma the whale, and my personal favorite, everything started with him, is Steven Seagull. So, <laughs> there you go. So those guys are really like the, the five characters, um, and it's your typical 12-inch stuffed animal. Um, we put a little sound chip in it, so when you press the animal, it makes the actual sound um, of, of the real animal. We uh, collaborate with difficult work for me, um, oceanographist. Um, they provide us with the sound for the animals, so it's like the real animal sound in there. And um, the, the, like the, the stuffed animals, like, you know, when you see them, uh, everyone is like, oh, my God, I wonder how they look like. You know, they must be, like, uh, kind of weird looking, but it's, it's totally... Um, as oh, no, they're absolutely amazing. I'm looking at them right now. These are great. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, and... Um, Besides the, the stuffed animal, like when we started um, in 2011, uh, 2014, um, it was a very different different story, you know. Like everyone was, was looking at me, it's like, so Malta, what do you do? Stuffed animals, plastic bottles, saving the oceans? Oh, good for you, buddy. And um, it was, was, was kind of like a slow process, but then 2018 really comes around, and I rem- remember it to, to this very day. Like, there was um, on the Nat Geo magazine, uh, on their June issue, there was this um, plastic bag turned upside down, kind of like an iceberg uh, image, and really raising awareness, and they committed for the next two years, you know, to talk all about ocean plastic. And that was the absolute game changer for us. You know, like ocean plastic is on everyone's mindset now. And like we are such a hot, trendy item. And with the stuffed animals, you know, we we came to a point like this is a perfect vehicle to talk to, you know, children and and about what is going on in our, um, in our oceans and with all mm-hmm. this plastic. So last year, last December, um, we published our very first book called Shore Bodies in the Plastic Ocean. has all the five characters in there and really raised awareness, you know, where all this plastic ends and uh, gives a little background, you know, how long it really takes for plastic to, to go anywhere. And we take this book to schools, uh, work with nonprofit organizations together to really, you know, put the education in there as well and, and talk about, um, what's going on and what everyone can do, you know, to help keep the plastics out of the ocean. That's awesome. Um, so, Malti, if somebody, Malta, if somebody's uh, listening to this and they want more information on Shore Buddies or to connect, what's the best way for them to get that info? Yeah, definitely. Um, we are we are online, uh, shorebuddies.com, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, all those, you know, social media outlets and channels. Definitely reach us there um, and. Yeah, we are, we are out there, you know, like we, 
we are seen and um it's we get we're getting noticed. <laughs> That's awesome. Um well hey Malta, um definitely appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about what you're doing as founder and CEO over at Shore Buddies and all the great work you're doing to get some of that plastic cleaned up. So great stuff there. And to the audience as always, really appreciate you tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And I'm also thanking for coming on the show.